0: This hour, the podcast is exclusively sponsored by my good friends at Advantage Gold. Advantage Gold is a five-star rated gold company with one-of-a-kind customer service. And when it comes to gold and precious metals, Advantage Gold is the only company I'll work with. Call Advantage Gold today and make sure you let them know that Mark Levin sent you. And now, let's begin.
1: He's here. He's here.
0: Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, hello, 877-381-3811, now America, do not miss my show tomorrow night, we don't have one Sunday, we have what's called the Super Bowl, I don't know what that is, Super Bowl, is that like a big bowl of frosted flakes or something, but anyway, just kidding, 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Just a killer show. We're going to have Governor Ron DeSantis, we're going to have Leo Terrell, and we're going to have me. So I've taken a lot of time since early this morning to actually read the 388-page report that the special prosecutor put out. People have been talking about pieces of it. Uh, people have been giving you theories about it. I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to demonstrate it to you, and I'm going to prove it to you, that Joe Biden committed serial felonies. In violation of the Espionage Act. Serial felonies. It is much, much, much worse than you've heard anywhere. TV, radio, telegraph, homing pigeon. Unbelievable what this man did in the course of his long and lousy career in Washington, D.C. But first I want to remind you what the relevant part of the Espionage Act has to say. Part E. Ready? Whoever having unauthorized possession of, access to, or control over any document, writing, code book, signal book, sketch, photograph, photographic negative, blueprint plan, map, model, instrument, appliance, or note relating to the national defense or information relating to the national defense, which information the possessor has reason to believe could be used to the injury of the United States or to the advantage of any foreign nation willfully. Hello! Hello! communicates, delivers, transmits, or causes to be communicated, delivered, or transmitted, or attempts to communicate, transmit, or cause to be communicated, delivered, or transmitted, the same to any person not entitled to receive it, or willfully retains, and so forth. You get the point. The original form of this law was passed in 1917. So the law is 107 years old. There are many aspects of this law I have real problems with. But that's the law. Now, let's first clear out the underbrush. Joe Biden, at the time of these violations, was not president of the United States. Under the Constitution, the president is the executive branch. Everything flows from him. There are no departments. There are no agencies. There's no CIA, FBI. There's none of that. There's actually no defense department. None of it. And so the president is created in the Constitution. He is the executive branch, everything else thereafter follows. The president is not answerable to his departments, he's not answerable to his cabinet, he's not answerable to some regulation or rule that they put in place about declassification. I've made this point a hundred times, maybe a thousand, maybe a million. Only he, he is the only one who can classify and declassify at will. At will unless the Constitution is amended. And I don't know of anybody who's even proposed an amendment to change the Constitution. Can't change it by statute. Certainly can't change it by regulation. You can't change it by executive order. And so when Donald Trump took classified documents with him, he says, I thought about declassification, therefore I did. I I would put it a different way. The physical act of removing a document is the action of a president who's declassifying. president isn't going to commit a felony by doing what he can do in the first place. So the Espionage Act doesn't apply to a president. It doesn't even apply to a former president. It applies to everybody else, including the vice president, secretary of state. That's number one. Number two, can you indict a sitting president? The position of the Department of Justice over half a century has been no. Both parties, different presidencies, different attorneys general. But if you're, if you're uh, Jackie Smith, the so-called special counsel who violates attorney-client privilege, who violates executive privilege, who violates immunity, who rewrites statutes, who undermines attorney-client privilege... All these things, which have created all these constitutional issues of first impression, well, then you would go ahead and indict and let the chips fall where they may. Would you not, Mr. Producer? Well, run it up the flag to the Supreme Court, see what happens. So they're, they're literally bulldozing down every tradition, every understanding, all precedent when it comes to the Constitution, the rule of law, and Donald Trump. They've created these, these issues of immunity. Now, having said that, having generally told you about the Espionage Act, now I want to read to you. It's actually pretty compelling. All the talk is about Joe Biden the imbecile, that the special counsel has concluded that Joe Biden's an imbecile. He does more than that. Throughout this report, I want you to remember Comey and Hillary Clinton, Throughout this report, he makes a devastating case of criminality on multiple occasions, and you're going to hear it. And yet, laced throughout, he makes a devastating case. He says, but a jury would likely not convict. But a jury might view him as a doddering old fool, my words. But a jury might say that he didn't mean it. But a jury said, so there's schizophrenia in this report. Jim Comey could have written this report. It's clear that this prosecutor had no intention ever of charging Joe Biden, raising the issue, can you indict a sitting president? Ever. Ever. And so on one hand, he makes a devastating case of a serial criminal who's committed multiple acts of felony under the Espionage Act. Then on the other, he argues, but... There's no point in charging because we'd never convict. We'd never convict. Why? He'll give you a thousand reasons why. And then he compares it to Trump. If this isn't Trump, you got obstruction. Blah, blah, blah. I'll deal with that later. But let's deal first things first. Because what you're going to hear here is something you haven't heard anywhere else. Why? I don't know. And I don't much care. Let's begin the process. You ready, Mr. Producer? It's almost 400 pages. And one of the things about news people and hosts and talk show guys, and they want to get right to the summary. They want to get to the headlines in there. You know, They want to pull from it. And so I read the report. So you didn't have to. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified material. So let's stop right there. You've heard this all over because it's on page one. But the strength of this is, Joe Biden get up yesterday, he gets up in front of a microphone and says, they found that I did not willfully. It's right there in black and white. First sentence in the second paragraph. Most analysts, that's where they stop. Let's keep going. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. Okay, that's a crime. These materials include, one, marked classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan. Two, notebooks containing Mr. Biden's handwritten entries about issues of national security and foreign policy implicating sensitive intelligence sources and methods. FBI agents recovered these materials from the garage, offices, and basement den in Mr. Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. I cooperated fully, ladies and gentlemen. As you're about to find out, he did this for half a century as a senator, as a vice president, as a private citizen, and he got caught. That's like a criminal raising his hands and saying, I'll cooperate, I'll cooperate, but the crimes were committed. The Espionage Act doesn't say that after you're caught, you cooperate with the government, and therefore you have a clean slate. That's not what it says. However... For the reasons summarized below, we conclude that the evidence does not establish Mr. Biden's guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. That is a lie. That's why it's important to read the report and not draw up theories and conclusions. They make the most compelling case for prosecution and then they take it back. Again, it's like Comey. Later in the report, Biden regularly wrote notes by hand in notebooks. Some of those notes related to classified subjects including the President's Daily Brief and National Security Council meetings. Doesn't get any more classified than that Daily Brief. And some of the notes are themselves classified. After the Vice Presidency, Mr. Biden kept these classified notebooks in unsecured and unauthorized spaces. at his <coughs> at Virginia, he rented a home in Virginia, which he left in 2019. At his Virginia and Delaware homes and used some of the notebooks as reference material for his second memoir, Promise me, Dad, which was published in 2017. All right, let's stop. Let's unravel this. So he took notebooks full of classified information, among other things, put in in unauthorized spaces in his Virginia home and then in his Delaware homes, and he used those notebooks with a ghostwriter, shared the contents of those notebooks with a ghostwriter, to write his second memoir. One's not enough for Joe. You know, he has such an important career. All right, let's keep going. To our knowledge, no one has identified any classified information published in Promise Me Dad, but Mr. Biden shared information, including some classified information from those notebooks with his ghost ghostwriter. That is a crime. Pure and simple, black and white. Right there under the Espionage Act. Remember what I said? The sharing of such information? Willfully, of course, he did it willfully. It wasn't by accident. FBI agents recover the notebooks from the office and basement den in Mr. Biden's Delaware home in January 2023. Now, think about this: as they're going after Trump, as they're throwing 41 charges against Trump, most of them under the espionage act, which I contend doesn't even apply to him. But that's second issue. Biden is silent. Doesn't say a thing. He doesn't say, by the way, you guys might want to search my home, my garage. You might want to search the Biden Penn Center in Washington. Doesn't say a thing. You might want to go to the University of Delaware where there's 300 boxes and he stole, stole documents out of the skiff as a U.S. senator. They had this guy dead to rights. Not even close. Mark classified documents about Afghanistan. These documents from the fall of 2009 of classification markings up to the top secret sensitive compartmented information level. Doesn't get much higher than that. Last night during his press conference, or whatever you want to call it, he said, I, I didn't have the cover, you know, with the things in the corner, the red colors. As somebody who was cleared at the highest level as chief of staff to the attorney general, where I saw espionage activities for and against us, where we had to prove wiretaps and so forth, all that stuff. If something is marked top secret, sensitive, compartmented information level, it not only has those red things in the corner, it has red lines and very bold, black statement. Top secret, sensitive, compartmentalized information. Mr. Biden wrote his 2007 and 2017 memoirs with the help of a ghostwriter in a recorded conversation with his ghostwriter in February 2017. About a month after he left office, Mr. Biden said, while referencing his 2009 Thanksgiving memo, it's a Thanksgiving memo about Afghanistan that he wrote to Obama, strongly opposing sending more troops in there, even for a surge, that he had, quote, just found all the classified stuff downstairs. So in 2017, he tells the ghostwriter, I just found all the classified stuff downstairs. That's 2017, Mr. Benoist. So he knew he had the classified stuff, quote unquote. He didn't come forward and say, I had the classified stuff. At the time, he was running a home in Virginia where he met his ghostwriter to work on his second memoir. Downstairs from where they met was Mr. Biden's office where he stored his papers. He moved out of the Virginia home in 2019, consolidating his belongings in Delaware, where FBI agents later found marked classified documents about the Afghanistan troop surge in his garage. Now, after stating a, a case that's really impossible to defend against, this is really a strict liability law. Two paragraphs down, these paragraph starts with this sentence. Several defenses are likely to create reasonable doubt as to such charges several defenses create reasonable doubt as to such charges? That's why we have a courtroom. That's why we have a trial. You try to prove the allegations. They can raise whatever defenses they want. This is appalling. More, a lot more when I return.
2: Mark Levin.
0: Folks, by the time you finish listening to this message, the U.S. government will print $8,300 in new money. That's every minute. That's 276 new dollars every single second. Money that won't go to defending our nation or improving our roads. It's wiping away the value of your dollar and your savings. I'm Mark Levin, and I have warned Americans about this crisis. That's why I'm recommending to all my listeners, diversify in precious metals while you still can. And the only gold company I strongly support is Advantage Gold, a five-star rated gold company. They can educate you with the real facts, including why gold may be the single best investment of this decade. Call them right now, folks. 800-900-8000. It's that simple. Tell them Mark Levin sent you, and they'll provide you with a 100% free Golden Shield Wealth Plan to show you exactly how to get started investing in gold right now. Don't wait until it's too late. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Call them and remember to tell them you heard it from me, Mark Levin. Performance may vary, of course. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should always consult your financial tax professional. Let's continue, shall we? Stick with me, folks. I do this so you don't have to, trust me. We've also considered, and this is where everybody's grabbing because it's on page six, so they basically read the first 12 pages of the report, and that's all they read. We've also considered that a trial Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic, well-meaning, utterly man. This is the imbecile defense. With a poor memory, based on our direct interactions with and observations of him, he's someone for whom many jurors will want to identify reasonable doubt be difficult to convince a jury that they should convict him by then a former president well into his 80s of a serious felony that requires a mental state of wilfulness now the left is very upset about this they don't want you to know that Joe Biden is at stage five of stage seven of dementia and that he is legally an imbecile Uh, obviously we know he is Uh, that's been confirmed now that's been confirmed by our own eyes and ears But more when I return. Folks, by the time you finish listening to this message, the U.S. government will print $8,300 in new money. That's every minute. That's 276 new dollars every single second. Money that won't go to defending our nation or improving our roads. It's wiping away the value of your dollar and your savings. I'm Mark Levin, and I have warned Americans about this crisis. That's why I'm recommending to all my listeners, diversify in precious metals while you still can. And the only gold company I strongly support is Advantage Gold a 5-star rated gold company. They can educate you with the real facts including why gold may be the single best investment of this decade. Call them right now folks, 800-900-8000. It's that simple. Tell them Mark Levin sent you and they'll provide you with a 100% free Golden Shield Wealth Plan to show you exactly how to get started investing in gold right now. Don't wait until it's too late. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900 8,000. Call them and remember to tell them you heard it from me, Mark Levin. Performance may vary, of course. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should always consult your financial tax professional.
1: You're listening
3: to Denali, the Great One. The Great One. And you can call in now, 877-381-3811. I want you
0: to keep in mind what Jackie Smith, the rogue man, what he would do with this information. So far. So that's pretty much where the media and the commentators have left it. But we're going to go on. So they they say, look at this, it's unbelievable. And then they say, but a jury would do this, and they wouldn't find reasonable. Blah, blah. It's unbelievably outrageous. is a cover-up. No, they're not covering up the facts. It's a cover-up in that they won't prosecute. And yes, of course, there are issues related to whether well, you can indict a sitting president, but they're pushing the edge of the envelope on every other constitutional issue. Why wouldn't they push it on this? For obvious reasons. They don't want to charge him. Notebooks containing classified information. FBI agents recovered from unlocked drawers in the office and basement den of Mr. Biden's Delaware home. A set of notebooks. A set of notebooks he used as vice president. Evidence shows that he knew the notebooks contained classified information. So, he knew, right? He knew the notebooks he had taken home contained classified information. That's a crime. He's not president. He's vice president. Some evidence also suggests Mr. Biden knew he could not keep classified handwritten notes at home after leaving office. Now, this is a man who worked on the Senate Foreign Affairs Committee. This is a man who would go into the Senate skiff. This is a man who was in the Senate for 36 years. This is a man who was handling top-secret information, whether it's domestic with the FBI, whether it's CIA and other intelligence agencies. He'd been doing it his whole life. He knew the rules. Mr. Biden, who had decades of experience, here you go, with classified information, was deeply familiar with the measures taken to safeguard classified information and the need for those measures to prevent harm to national security. You haven't heard this, have you? Because we're getting past page six. Asked about reports that former President Trump had kept classified information at his home. Mr. Biden wondered how, quote, anyone could be that irresponsible, unquote, and voiced concern about, quote, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods, unquote. He says this, (coughs) excuse me, he says this publicly, knowing full well, He had classified information because he says some in 2017 to the ghostwriter and shares the information with him. He's such a sleazeball. While vice president, he kept his notebooks in a White House safe for a time in contrast with his decision after leaving office to keep them at home and unlock drawers. So he knew that they needed to be protected. He becomes a private citizen and they're all over the place. Though it gets worse. It goes on in the report. We also considered, I'm jumping into the report, not, I can't read you 388 pages. I'm going to the most powerful parts. We also consider whether Mr. Biden willfully disclosed national defense information to his ghostwriter by reading aloud certain classified notebook passages to the ghostwriter nearly verbatim on at least three occasions. That's a crime. Mr. Biden should have known that by reading his unfiltered notes about classified meetings in the Situation Room, he risked sharing classified information with his ghostwriter. But the evidence does not show that when Mr. Biden shared the specific passages with his ghostwriter, that Mr. Biden knew the passages were classified and intended to share classified information. That is a lie. That is a cover-up. That is appalling coming from this prosecutor let's go on further into the report with the media dare not delve on the facts of this case quote the fundamental interests of society unquote ready for this one do not require criminal charges against mr biden so for this additional reason applying the principles of federal prosecution set forth in the justice manual we decline to prosecute in other words, it's just not in the national interest. It's not in the fundamental interests of society, quote unquote, so we're not going to charge him. Doing everything humanly possible to excuse serial felonies under the Espionage Act. Does Donald Trump get a shake like this? And of course, he's the protection of being the executive branch. This is when Biden was vice president and a private citizen. The practices of retaining classified material in unsecured locations and reading classified material to one's ghostwriter present serious risks to national security given the vulnerability of extraordinarily sensitive information to loss or compromise to American adversaries. Well, then why don't you charge him, you idiots? No, we can't do that. He's an imbecile then the jury may may not convict him. And the department routinely highlights such risks when pursuing classified, mishandling prosecutions. But addressing those risks through criminal charges, the only means available to this office, is not the proper remedy here. Believe this? This isn't the proper remedy to enforce a criminal statute. No. And Biden has no defenses. Trump has a massive constitutional defense. Biden has none. None. Did I say none? The FBI, other classified materials, recovered additional marked classified documents at the Penn-Biden Center. Remember that? Remember that ruse? The communist Chinese made an enormous donation to the University of Pennsylvania, you know, anti-Semitism center. And Biden got like 900000 to a million dollars a year for sitting on his ass and eating ice cream cones. Elsewhere in Biden's Delaware home, so it's in the Biden Center, it's in his Delaware home, and in collections of his Senate papers at the University of Delaware. But the evidence suggests that Mr. Biden did not willfully retain these documents, and that he could plausibly have been brought to these locations by mistake. So were they? They don't tell us. Well, didn't you conduct an investigation? Yes. Yes. So you might be confused now, as any normal human being would be. I thought they said he willfully retained the documents. They did. Right up there up front in the second paragraph where everybody's reading from. But here, they contradict themselves. And that's why Biden said they didn't. It's a damnable indictment of Biden. Biden's ghostwriter and destruction of evidence. How are you going to love this one? After learning of the special counsel appointment in this matter, Mr. Biden's ghostwriter deleted audio recordings he had created of his discussions with Mr. Biden during the writing of Mr. Biden's 2017 memoir. The recordings had significant evidentiary value. After telling the special counsel's office what he had done, okay, stop. Well, why did he do that? They don't answer that. Why did the ghostwriter... I don't have ghostwriters, as you know. Everybody else, everybody else, I don't. Why did he destroy the recordings? It's not a matter of he had other information. Why did he do that after learning that there was an investigation? But they they cover for this guy. After telling the special counsel's office what he had done, the ghostwriter turned over his computer, external hard drive, and consented to their search. Well, of course he did. Based on the FBI's analysis, it appears the FBI recovered all deleted audio files relating to the memoir. Though portions of a few of the files appear to be missing, which is possible when forensic tools are used to recover deleted files. But the ghostwriter Captain did not delete or attempt to delete his near verbatim transcripts of the recordings and produced those transcripts to us, including for each of the incomplete recovered files. That does not... Address the issue of why he destroyed the recordings. So he finds out you're doing an investigation, he destroys the recordings. Well, the ghostwriter admitted he deleted the recordings after he learned of the special counsel's investigation. The evidence fell, falls short. providing beyond a reasonable doubt that he intended to impede an investigation, which is the intent required by law, because he kept the other stuff, you see. So why did he destroy it? We don't know. You can read all 388 pages, and they don't tell us. Hmm. This is why you're sticking around. We're not done. Want to hear some more? In 2010, by my calculation, 14 years ago, He was vice president. Does he know he was vice president? Joe, you were vice president in 2010. What? Yes. The executive secretariat team around Biden raised concerns about the number of classified briefing books that Mr. Biden had not returned. What? You haven't heard this one, have you? It's a little too deep into the report. They can't get that far in the media. And the fact that even when they were returned, some of the content of those reports, those briefing books were missing. These concerns were raised with Hogan. Hogan was his lawyer, the vice president's counsel, and it's a she. Hogan, as well as Mr. Biden's personal aid and military aides, emails indicate that the executive secretary team alerted Hogan, the lawyer, to the issue at least in June of 2010, when nearly 30 of the classified briefing books from the first six months of 2010 were outstanding, a.k.a. weren't returned. And in August 2010, when Mr. Biden failed to return top secret, sensitive, compartmented information, also referred to as code word, contents of classified briefing book that he had received during a trip to the Hamptons in New York. Wait a minute. I thought he went to Scranton, Pennsylvania. So why didn't they issue a subpoena? Why wasn't there a grand jury? Why wasn't there a warrant? Why wasn't there a SWAT team? All these places. We were unable to determine whether these materials were ever recovered. What? What? Although they were likely found and disposed of by military aides or naval enlisted aides. They have no idea what happened to these materials. No idea what happened to 30 notebooks, briefing books. They don't know. They surmise. They have no idea. These are crimes. The return of classified briefing books without all the other their contents frustrated the executive secretary team. His own staff was frustrated, and he trashed them. You might recall last for Biden, they have to. We need more security procedures for the vice president. Even after those measures were implemented, they write the executive secretary team continued to struggle to retrieve classified briefing books from Mr. Biden. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Deeper into the report we go. Where inquiring minds of the media don't want to go. During the Obama administration, Mr. Biden's staff regularly collected and reviewed his note cards to determine if they contain classified information and so they could eventually be archived as presidential records at the end of the administration. Mr. Biden's staff arranged for him to store most of his classified note cards, which contained notes on the president's daily brief, top, top, top secret, and other classified information in a skiff at the National Archives. In contrast, Mr. Biden held his notebooks close, and his staff did not review them. And after the administration, meaning when he was a private citizen, Mr. Biden brought his notebooks home with him and stored them in an unsecured location, several locations, that were not authorized to store classified information, even though the notebooks, like the note cards, contained classified information. He knew exactly what he was doing. He had no presidential protection under the Constitution. He stole the documents. He took them home. His staff was doing everything they could to prevent this. In the final years of his vice-presidency, Mr. Biden began writing his memoir about his time in office. Boy, that should be like three pages of empty, uh, of empty pages. When, convi- when conceiving of and writing the book, Mr. Biden worked with a ghostwriter, Mark Zwanitzer. In 2016, Zwanitzer reached out to Biden's staff and requested help with locating Mr. Biden's journals and notes that would be helpful in writing the book. As he approached the end of his vice presidency, Mr. Biden sought to keep copies of his note cards and other records for use in the book writing process. You see, he can't write his own book because he can't read a book. According to a staffer involved in the project, Biden wanted to take copies of the note cards, quote, so they didn't have to keep going to the National Archives every day to help write his book. I don't remember the National Archives shooting up red flares. Do you, Mr. Producer? In late September 2016, my calculation, eight years ago, Zwanitzer, the ghostwriter, emailed Mr. Biden's chief of staff to schedule an interview with Mr. Biden. He said he wanted to cover, quote, very specific topics and time frames. Said he would tell you exactly what ground and time period I want to cover in the session so the VP could have relevant notes, diaries, etc. with him when we talk. Hmm. Oh, there's more. And it's a killer. Around this same time, Mr. Biden's staff made copies of the note cards and organized them into binders so that he could take them after he left office. The notes were organized by topic or date. For example, one binder contained copies of notes Mr. Biden took during President's daily briefs and his lunches with President Obama. The binder contained notes on classified meetings and information. Other binders contained copies of Mr. Biden's note cards organized by year. stab to the heart is about to come, and I have to take a break. So stick with me. I'm not done. I'll be right back.
1: Mark in.
0: Folks, by the time you finish listening to this message, the U.S. government will print $8,300 in new money. That's every minute. That's 276 new dollars every single second. Money that won't go to defending our nation or improving our roads. It's wiping away the value of your dollar and your savings. I'm Mark Levin, and I have warned Americans about this crisis. That's why I'm recommending to all my listeners, diversify in precious metals while you still can. And the only gold company I strongly support is Advantage Gold, a five-star rated gold company. They can educate you with the real facts, including why gold may be the single best investment of this decade. Call them right now, folks, 800-900-8000. It's that simple. Tell them Mark Levin sent you, and they'll provide you with a 100% free Golden Shield Wealth Plan to show you exactly how to get started investing in gold right now. Don't wait until it's too late. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Call them and remember to tell them you heard it from me, Mark Levin. Performance may vary, of course. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should always consult your financial tax professional. All right, let's keep going. By the way, a prosecutor friend of mine writes me. And, of course, he's 100% correct. Let me pull it up here. I mean, this is so. Mark, as a former prosecutor early in my career, I know, and I'm sure you know, the question for a prosecutor is not whether you can prove something beyond a reasonable doubt, but whether you can establish probable cause that a crime was committed and that that person committed it. If so, you take it to a grand jury and see if they agree. If they agree, then you take it to trial. Let the finder of fact determine whether it's proved beyond a reasonable doubt. This report is infuriating, just so you know. Now, before I complete this, and there's a ton in here, I just can't read it all, but you get the drift here, folks. It's brutal. I have to tell you about a sponsor. But I want to tell you something. If it is in fact true that immunity does not follow a president who goes into the private sector, Then the next Republican Department of Justice needs to carefully examine everything that Joe Biden has done as president. And they now have the precedent of the Klan Act of 1870. They have the precedent of the Section 1512 of the Criminal Code, the Enron statutes. They now have the precedent of the federal contractor, you know, statute, all that they've used against Trump on January 6th. Which they can now use and dust off any law they want. To go after Joe Biden. That's what those dumb bastards on the circuit did. Don't leave. I'm not done. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship. Pure Talk.
1: He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello, America, on this Friday evening. As we lay waste to somebody who is already wasted. I am Mark Levin. Our number is 877 381 3811. It is our plan to take some calls in the last half hour of the program. 877 381 3811. Now, there's a lot more in this report, but let me end my part of this with the following because this is very compelling. The executive secretary to Joe Biden, that is the person responsible for all the paper shuffling and the, the handling of classified information, she said she did not recall, and I'm quoting, ever advising Mr. Biden that he could retain classified notes after his term in office and said it was not her role to advise the vice president about classified record handling, nor did she recall anyone else in the Obama administration taking the position that Mr. Biden could take classified material home with him in an unsecure environment after the vice presidency. Based on her own training, she knew that classified materials were supposed to be stored in a security facility. Mr. Biden appeared to reference the note cards that issued during a recorded interview with his ghostwriter on October 10, 2016. Remember, they were able to recover a lot of this. The same period during which his staff were discussing and arranging the secure storage of his classified note cards. you got to listen to this. This is unbelievable. Ready? At the time, Mr. Biden was reading aloud from his foreign policy notebook, including reading notes from meetings in the Situation Room. Here's the killer sentence. Mr. Biden's notebooks were separated from his note cards. Though we often took similar and similarly classified notes in each. Referring to his foreign policy notebook, Mr. Biden added, and he says this to the ghostwriter, quote, They didn't even know I have this, unquote. Did you hear that, Mr. Producer? They didn't even know I have this. That is, classified information, copies of his note cards in these notebooks. Quote, they didn't even know I have this. Now, you don't have to remember everything I've read from this report. And by the way, I've only read to you from about half of it to see what we're dealing with here. Donald Trump's not accused of any of this. He's accused of violating the Espionage Act because he took classified information, they said, that wasn't classified. And he had it in this place called Mar-a-Lago where, of course, there's no protection other than armed Secret Service personnel. They went there and they said, OK, you locked it in this room, put another lock on it. He says, OK. Then they're negotiating with him. They don't think he's forthcoming. He's not given enough of those documents. They're locked behind the door. So they issue a subpoena. They actually have a grand jury. I don't read anything in this report about a grand jury issuing subpoenas. I don't even know if there was a grand jury. I can't tell. No. Certainly weren't any subpoenas. Shouldn't there have been, given the the facts that they were finding out? So the issue is subpoena on Trump, and worse than that, they criminalized the whole thing. National Archives goes to the Department of Justice, where Merritt Garland is, and he's the Svengali behind the whole thing. Don't think this doddering old fool thing doesn't mean that he isn't an evil, diabolical hack job, because that's exactly what he is. Department of Justice tells the Archives, you've got to get approval from the White House to refer this to us as a potential criminal matter. So what does Biden do? What do his lawyers do? They refer it to the Justice Department to conduct a criminal inquiry. A completely different glide path. Completely different. I went through again the charges against Trump, which are outrageous. You basically have one charge, maybe two, of espionage violations turned into 36 charges on that issue alone. So they're piling on in order to try and destroy him. We need something. we got to get something. They impaneled a grand jury in Washington, D.C. Now the problem was all the activity was in Florida. He finally figures that out, does the rogue Jackie Smith. And so they impanel another one real fast and one in South Florida, But the one that indicted Trump was in Washington. So they know, uh uh-oh, we can have a challenge just on the jurisdictional issue. That is, we're in the wrong place. Venue, I guess. And so they go to this grand jury that they cobbled together in South Florida, and they have them vote on the charges anew. Now the problem I have with that is, you've got to start all over again. You've got to present that grand jury with everything that went, you went through before. You can't just, hey, rubber stamp this, which is apparently what they did. Now, there was no need for subpoenas. But he wouldn't give us the information. And we had inside information that he was obstructing, that he was telling people to do, excuse me. We're talking about documents here. Remember the leaks from the special prosecutor? Nuclear secrets. Trump had nuclear secrets. Remember the the rumors on MSLSD and the Communist News Network? Did he sell them? Did he disclose them? Did he share them with anybody? His friend Putin? Remember all that? Never happened. Never happened. Doesn't matter. And they wanted the trial, right? away. we've got to get this thing done, you know. And then all the legal analysts are out there. Now, this is the one that can really get them, you know, this one here. What one? I've told you at least three times, four times before. As a chief of staff to an attorney general, there is no way Attorney General Meese would have allowed this to turn into a criminal case. No way. He would have picked up the phone. He would have called Trump or, let's say, Biden or whomever it is and say, give us the documents. These guys... You know, they're coming up here. They're talking about subpoenas. They're talking about warrants. They're talking. Just turn them over, would you? Give them to us. And so he talked to them himself and worked it out and get it over with. Because Donald Trump is not a national security threat. There are serious first time constitutional issues that are raised as a result of Merrick Garland and this clown special prosecutor conducting themselves the way they have. Serious questions. And of course, they stripped Trump of his attorney client privilege. Remember that one? Oh, yeah, the judge, the chief judge on motions at the time, who was a hack staffer on Capitol Hill for Patrick Leahy. Oh, she was so qualified. Held a secret hearing and stripped Trump basically of attorney client privilege. His own top lawyer had to testify against him in front of the grand jury. Wow. Over documents. You see the difference in the cases? Wow. Was Biden stripped of it? No, of course not. Couldn't do that. Doesn't he have a constitutional right? Well, doesn't Trump? No, he's Hitler. Trump's Hitler. There was even a case where for six months they wouldn't tell Trump that they got access to all of his text messages. In private. Social media conversations. Even though the tech company objected every step of the way, so for six months they were secretly gathering information on Trump. Yes, he's Hitler. Got He said, "You got to get Hitler for God's sakes." What are you? What are you talking about, man? What I've read to you in the case of Biden is half a century of lawlessness, willful knowledge. premeditated commissions of crimes we just know from the report itself without anything more that he was advised on what to do that he was very celebratory when he spoke to the ghostwriter to whom he passed classified information in violation of federal law the Espionage Act they don't even know I have this Ooh, binomics. He's a criminal. When you compare the two cases, actually, there is no comparison. So this prosecutor spends time, a lot of time, saying how this is different than the Trump case. Because, you know, in the Trump case, we had a a subpoena. He wouldn't honor it properly. We had had to get a warrant. We had to gather the information. He was telling people we should, excuse me, mister. Excuse me, the Helen Kellers, of prosecution? You had this man dead to rights, this Biden. Dead to rights. And as my friend, the former prosecutor, points out, your job is to determine whether you're probable cause, not if he's going to be ultimately convicted. And you had more than enough for probable cause. More than enough. The issue about whether he's an imbecile and all the rest is when the jury can take into consideration... If he's convicted, it's one a judge can take into consideration when sentencing, but that has nothing to do with probable cause. Zero. Zero! Now, in the hour and 17 minutes or so that I've been on the air, you now know more about this case than all last night. Everything put together. And it's not because I'm brilliant, it's because I read the report. And then I went back and I read the charges against Trump. And then I went back and saw what was being leaked and what was being said about Trump. Joe Biden doesn't have a legal foot to stand on. Donald Trump has the entire Constitution as a defense. You've heard it here first. You'll probably hear it here last. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbor's back, who've pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. All right. CNN, the others trying to come to the defense. We have Kamala Harris, who is a character witness for Trump. Now, that tells you a lot. You know, we started here the whole issue of the 25th Amendment. We have our friend from New York, really terrific lady. And Congresswoman Tenney, right, Mr. Producer? Claudia Tenney. She's picked up the ball and she's running with it. I like her a lot. And others are now bringing up the 25th Amendment. It's important. Here's the problem. It's never going to happen. The vice president isn't going to go for it. The cabinet's not going to go for it. So once again, the Democrats destroy both the actual language of the Constitution and its spirit. That 25th Amendment was written specifically to remove an imbecile like Joe Biden. And I say imbecile not as a pejorative. I say it as a, as a term of art, actually. Kamala Harris today. Cut two go.
4: I have been privileged and proud to serve as Vice President of the United States with Joe Biden. Doesn't as she
0: just bleed stupid, Mr. Peterson? She just bleeds stupid. Go ahead.
4: And what I saw that report last night, I believe, is she every didn't form. read the
0: report, ladies and gentlemen. of the people talking about the report haven't read the report. Just like the immigration bipartisan law, 99% of the people talking about it hadn't read that report either. They're massive. And that's intentionally so. So I read them. So you don't have to. How do you think I got these bags under my eyes? I didn't go to a plastic surgeon. Go ahead.
4: Um... The comments that were made by that prosecutor, gratuitous?
0: No, they weren't gratuitous. They were defending your man. They were defending your man. He's talking about reasonableness and issues that aren't even related to determining probable cause. Here's their problem they don't want the man charged, they don't want these issues of whether you can indict a sitting president or not to come to the fore. They haven't read the report. They know about three lines in the report that the media are focused on because that's about as far as their attention span goes. And uh, so this is what happens in Washington. We actually have a debate about unreality. Unreality. So here you have a guy as a special counsel who's milk toast. They find all this evidence, overwhelming evidence of multiple violations, criminal felonies under the Espionage Act, because Joe Biden, vice president, senator, private citizen, never president at the time of these issues. He has no defense. So the prosecutor creates defenses. Why? Because he knows he could never charge Joe Biden? No. That's not why. Because he doesn't want to charge Joe Biden. That's why. No great theory, no great surprise. He's not doing the country any favor any more than James Comey was doing the country a favor with Hillary Clinton. And so there's Kamala Harris, who didn't read this report, so she's out there commenting, and so her comment is news. Comment is news. They sent out Ian Samms, who's that? White House Council Office Spokesman. They have a spokesman at the White House Council's Office. They sent out this guy, Dan Goldman, former federal prosecutor, Southern District of New York, this guy is a complete sleazeball. He thinks Joe Biden's great. I've talked to him. The report's misguided, both in its conclusion, its excessive editorializing. So again, we're having a debate over something that doesn't exist. And because Mr. Goldman never read the report, period. Then we have a guy named Eli Honig, a CNN analyst, and every now and then he swerves into the truth. I don't think we have time to play it, do we, Mr. Medeus? Well, we do. Let's listen. Cut 10. Go. Here are the facts.
5: Joe Biden, established by this report, Joe Biden retained sensitive, classified documents after he left the vice presidency.
0: Marked the- classified? Or- yes. Marked now, classified. Amazing? Stop. Mark class. You have to read the report. It says it's Mark classified. It says it right in the beginning of the damn report. So there you have a, a person who doesn't even read it.
5: Go ahead. Top secret SCI. They related to our international affairs, to war plans, to foreign relations. He knew it. He knew it. He's on tape after he's out of the vice presidency, saying to his autobiographer, "The classified documents are in the basement." He knew it.
4: But he just denied that. That's exactly that, that so. That's a key part of the report. I, it's the second sentence in the report, and he just denied sharing that with the ghostwriter. And I yep. just looked at this closely. Uh, they had recorded conversations
1: between Biden and this ghostwriter. Exactly.
5: That is what blew my mind about Joe Biden's statement. Except two major things he just outright contradicts or is contradicted by, however you look at this, this report. There are two things he said that are completely the opposite of what Robert Herr found. And who do you believe is up to, I guess, the individual consumer? First, Joe Biden says, I did not act willfully. Willfully just means voluntarily, intentionally. Well, the second sentence of this whole Summary says, President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials. The facts in here show it was willful. He knew. He talked about it. And the second thing he says is, I did not disclose classified documents to my ghostwriter. Page three says that he did that. It says, Mr. Biden shared information, including some classified information from those notebooks. with Now, we're going to continue.
0: I want to salute this guy for now. I'm sure I'll regret it. Eli Honig, legal analyst at CNN. We'll be right back. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure talk. My wireless company knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbor's back, who've pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk.
3: Mark Levin, the research arm of conservative media. Call in now,
0: 877-381-3811. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. CNN's zero. oh my God, what are we going to do with this? Let's attack Trump. He's still not in the clear. The prosecutor is not going to prosecute using a totally different standard that is reading the mind of the jury that doesn't even exist rather than determining probable cause and going to a grand jury. And yes, he tells us Biden's an imbecile, but he needs to tell us Biden's an imbecile so he doesn't charge him. So Eli Honig, an analyst for CNN, says, this isn't good, though. So Caitlin Collins, who's a fraud, phony, and fool, she's there. Oh, oh my God. But this doesn't help Trump, does it? Doesn't We're, help. It's totally different. Trump really broke the law, obstruction, all the rest of it. Okay. Let's hear that. Cut 11. Go. Is this not- Helpful to, to Trump's team,
4: though, that oh, is still is. handling the classic we have a tr- former Trump attorney waiting. in the Yes, wings, it's helpful. Isn't this going to be something that they could potentially use? Let
5: me tell you two ways it's helpful. One is just atmospherically, right? We, we've all seen a thousand times the photos of documents strewn around the bathroom in the stage of Mar-a-Lago. Now there's similar looking photos in this report. But here's the technical way.
0: Now, let's Donald stop Trump. a second. There's a lot more photos in this report. We're talking about a lot more documents since his days in the Senate that are in the University of Delaware, that are in the Biden-Penn Center, that were in his rented house in McLean, Virginia, that are in his home in Wilmington, Delaware. I didn't get to the part in the report that says he would typically take the documents, classified documents, and put them on his person, in other words, in his pockets and travel with them. Uh, he'd put them in his personal briefcase and travel with them. This is, these are all crimes. They're all crimes and notice not one word from anybody about the missing notebooks with classified information not a word not a word about the sentence that I read that is the killer sentence in the whole report the killer sentence in the whole report they don't know I have these excuse me they didn't even know I have this quote unquote and what's this a notebook with actual several notebooks with zero copies of my note cards that have classified information they don't know that i have this here let me share it with you wow that's the headline everybody knows he's an imbecile that he knew what he had he knew he violated the law it's not just willful that's specific intent that's that's as good as it gets for your prosecution. But not of Joe, of course. Now this doesn't help Trump, does it? My God, that's the issue. Doesn't help Trump, for God's sakes. Trump's worse. He's Hitler. I'll be the one to say it. The case against Trump is a phony case and his handling of documents makes Trump look like the most careful Handler of classified information in American history compared to Joe Biden. Nothing about Trump traveling with classified information in his pockets. Nothing about Trump traveling with classified information in his briefcase. Nothing about Trump leaving classified information out in public areas where people are walking. There's more in this report. Trump is very honest about what he does. That's one of the reasons they hate him. And then they set him up, you know, with uh, subpoenas and a warrant and a SWAT team. And, oh, look at this. We got him on obstruction. What did he do? Nothing. Did he sell anything? No. He didn't even share anything with a ghostwriter. Wow. But don't worry. Biden, Biden cooperated when he was caught after decades of committing felonies. Biden cooperated. There he is. We classified information all over the place. At the Biden-Penn Center for Anti-Semitism. At his home in Wilmington. Various places there. And so forth and so on. While they're going after Trump. Even condemns Trump. What the hell does he have this information for? What's he needed for? What's he going to do with it? While he's sitting on all this. And then he plays stupid. Well, he is stupid, but he plays stupid. My staff did this. Your staff did this? They didn't even know I have this. Does that sound like the staff, Mr. Producer? They didn't even know I have this. Wow. You really pulled the... Uh, the the wool over their eyes there, Joe, you really did a good job. He didn't go to the government and say, hey boys over here, I happen to have this stuff. He got caught. But we've been cooperative. But you violated the law. But 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 we've been cooperative, really we've been cooperative unlike Trump, unlike Hitler over there. Yeah, but Trump was the president. He can declassify. You can't. Well, that's your argument. You have to take that to the Supreme Court, you know. Just look at the comparison of the two. It's so horrific. And anybody that tells you that the Trump case is worse, it's different, is full of S. Let's start this one at the top again, Mr. Producer. Cut 11. Go.
4: Is this not helpful to to Trump's team, though, that is still handling the classic? We have a former Trump attorney waiting. in the Yes, it's
5: helpful.
6: Isn't this going to be something that they could potentially use? Let me
5: tell you two ways it's helpful. One is just atmospherically, right? We've all seen a thousand times the photos of documents strewn around the bathroom in the stage of Mar-a-Lago. By the way, there aren't
0: that many photos in the charges against Trump of the documents strewn around the bathroom. We have documents strewn everywhere with Joe Biden. Look at this report, 388 pages. They got photo after photo after photo. Joe. Hey, hey, they don't know I have this. And we have evidence. Time and again, he was told not to do what he did. We don't hear that about Trump at all. That the staff was circling the wagon to protect Trump on the documents. They kept telling him you can't do this. You can't. We don't have any of that. That's not in that speaking talking indictment against Trump. They would be if they had it. Go ahead.
5: This report. But here's the technical way that Donald Trump's team is going to use this. Mark my words. Donald Trump's team in the federal Jack Smith classified documents case of Mar-a-Lago is going to bring a motion for what's called selective prosecution. Mm-hmm. Very, very hard to win these motions. What you have to do is show a judge somebody mm-hmm. else did essentially the same thing I did I was prosecuted. He was not. Now Donald Trump has a basis to make that motion.
0: Mm-hmm. One of many motions that they'll be able to make, of course, among those that I've already discussed about the the uh, law itself. And then when Trump brings these defenses and follow these, what a fool his lawyers are. Immunity after he leaves office? You can't do that. What kind? What's he, a dictator? He thinks he's above the law? Let me tell you something. The dictators and above the law are in the media and the Democrat Party. To strip attorney-client privilege from a defendant is outrageous. And that's what they did to Trump in the documents case. To use a grand jury in a Democrat-controlled city when the venue should be Florida, that is outrageous. That's outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. To have a general warrant, not a real search warrant, general warrant signed off by somebody who works for a district court judge rather than a judge himself. But it was a general warrant to go fishing at Mar a Lago. That is outrageous, especially against a former president, a presidential candidate who's not at risk of sharing any of this information with the enemy. Even though they keep saying it, they don't show it. There is none. They don't know I have this. That's Joe Biden. They don't know I have this. Mm-hmm. MJ Lee is a senior White House correspondent on the Constipated, Constipated News Network or the Communist News Network aka Cut 12 go.
5: MJ in the president's remarks about the report itself there's something he said. What's
0: MJ? Four years old? They call him MJ? Doesn't he have a real name? Or she? It's a woman, okay. Excuse me, MJ. But they, she shouldn't be offended by that. Go ahead.
5: MJ, in the president's remarks about the report itself, there's some things he said that didn't actually match with the report. What were they?
4: Yeah, a couple of things uh, from our colleague Daniel Dale that I think are uh, worth highlighting uh, on air. Uh, For one, the president said that everything that was discovered in his home were in filing cabinets that were either locked or able to be locked. Well, the report says, yes, there were some documents that were inside of cabinet drawers. But there were other documents, including ones related to Afghanistan, uh, found in an unsealed and badly damaged box inside the garage. Let me pretend
0: I'm Jack Smith for a moment. have to take multiple showers, but nonetheless but they weren't in government approved skiffs doesn't even matter if they're in filing cabinets. That's what they've accused Trump of. So who cares if they're locked in a filing cabinet? Go ahead.
4: The bad shape that some of these things uh, were in. They said that there were uh, notebooks too that were in unlocked drawers in the office and den of the president's Wilmington home. Uh, something else that the president said: he said that none of the documents were high classified. Uh, but if you look at the report, it specifically says that some of these documents were marked as top secret, sensitive compartmented information, which is a high level of classification, and that there were some. one of the re-
0: highest levels of classification, may I say. Go ahead.
4: Uh, that contained information that were also at this level. Uh, Just the last thing I would point out, too, the president said in his remarks yesterday that he didn't share any classified information with his ghostwriter. This is a ghostwriter who helped him uh, work on his memoir. Well, the report explicitly says the opposite. It says that the president shared information, some of which were classified with this ghostwriter, and Mm -hmm. read from some notebooks, uh, including notes that came from meetings in the situation room. So Mm -hmm. uh, clearly the president... He was trying to defend himself, but there were some comments that were contradictory to the details that were no, in He lied law. to
0: the American people like he has about the border, like he has about Israel, like he's lied about Hunter and his knowledge about that. We have a very sick man, even if he had all of his wits. He's a pathological liar. He's always been a pathological liar since he was a young man. And he gets up there. He lies to the American people. Point after point, he's lied to the American people. And the fact is, he's an unindicted criminal. That's what he is. So let me put that marker down right now. He's an unindicted serial felon. But he hasn't been convicted. Uh, it's obvious. I'll convict him right here over my microphone. You can read the report yourself if you want to dig through it, or you can trust me. I read right from relevant parts. I could have read more. The evidence is beyond, it's, it's so over the pale. And in Trump's case, it's all about setting him up on a process crime. A former president. And then throwing the book at him to try and send him to prison for hundreds of years. And this guy skates. That's why you're pissed, and you have every reason to be pissed. Because what Joe Biden did is a thousand times worse than anything Donald Trump did with documents. That is a fact. That is a fact. I'll be right back. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbor's back, who've pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better, Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. If the Department of Justice was a Department of Justice, you know what they'd be doing today, Mr. Producer? They'd be dropping the case against Donald Trump. But they're not going to. They're like a dog with a bone. And they're not going to let it go. People keep asking me, Mark, who's going to win the Super Bowl? How the hell do I know? But I will just tell you this. At the end of our program tomorrow night, Leo Terrell and I do discuss this. The 49ers have a better overall team when you look at the roster. But Mahomes is like a Houdini back there as quarterback. So I wouldn't bet against Mahomes. But on the other hand, I wouldn't bet against the 49ers either. I'm not trying to be, you know, equivocating here, but I think it's going to be a great game. And I think it's going to be tight. We'll see.
1: Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello America, Mark Levin here. Our power hour, the final hour of the show of the week. Don't miss it man, our foot is on the gas pedal, we don't slow down here. 87738138118773813811. Before I continue, we do have a little bit of breaking news here. This will be made available tomorrow. But we have a number of organizations and individuals, uh, including former Attorney General Edwin Meese, and other uh, real long-time solid conservative leaders, Morton Blackwell, Brent Bozell. Uh, We have uh, Jenny Beth Martin. We have Bob McEwen, Bob Terrell, Richard Vigory, former governor of Virginia, Jim Gilmore, many others. And they wrote the following letter that will be public tomorrow, but we break it here first, to Nikki Haley. Dear Governor, while you've waged a spirited campaign for the 2024 Republican nomination, it's clear you cannot win the GOP nomination. We applaud your efforts, but your candidacy is over. Thus, for the sake of party unity, we call on you to get out of the race right now. In 1964, then-Governor Nelson Rockefeller stayed in the race against Senator Barry Goldwater way too long. Even when it was apparent, he had lost the nomination. As a result, Rockefeller ended up hated by the rank-and-file, the GOP. Do you really want to become the Nelson Rockefeller of the 21st century? Your continued criticism of the almost certain nominee is reducing the likelihood of the Republican candidate in November. Please withdraw from the race now. Endorse Donald Trump, and another year we'll beacon. This action by you would be the better part of valor. And again, signed, among others, Ed Meese, Craig Schilling, who's fantastic, Reagan biographer, and so many of the others that I read to you. Uh, I doubt she'll heed this. I don't know what her problem is, but there is one. Now, Larry Hogan has announced. You may recall him. He's the heavyset guy who I've given an honorary FU to, Fatty's United membership. Uh, you may remember him. He was the governor of Maryland. And you might remember all the great things he did there as governor. You might, but I won't because I can't think of one. But he knew how to do things in a bipartisan manner and compromise and get a lot of things done. Like what? Like who knows? The Maryland has among the highest taxes in the country. And Maryland is a dark blue state. Larry Hogan has spent his time out of office trying to sabotage every conservative candidate imaginable. As a matter of fact, when a conservative was nominated by the Republicans, a Trump supporter, to run for governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan came out against him. Larry Hogan was all over certain reprobates on cable TV, very busy on CNN, MSLSD, even on Fox, trashing Donald Trump, supporting Nikki Haley. So, My my suggestion to you, I urge you, encourage you, in Maryland, if you're a Republican, never ever vote for Larry Hogan. I don't even care if the Democrat replaces the Democrat in the Senate. Now, listen listen to me carefully. We cannot have any more Mitch McConnell supporting Republicans in the Republican Senate. If the Republicans are going to take over the Senate, they're not going to need Maryland. They have to win other states that are not as blue as Maryland. And if only Larry Hogan can win in Maryland, defeat him. We cannot have any more Republicans in the Senate who literally undermine our nation's sovereignty and security, who literally undermine the value of our currency, who literally undermine everything that you and I stand for just because they have an R on their forehead. They don't support us. They don't support Tea Party candidates. They're not recognized despite their lies. And they hate Trump and MAGA, which is only about, you know, half the country. So if they're going to go on television, if they are going to sabotage our candidates, and they are, if they're going to sabotage our candidates within their states, then by God, don't vote for them. So every Republican in the state of Maryland, please listen to me. If you vote for Larry Hogan, you're voting to undermine conservatism. You're voting to undermine the Republican Party. You're voting to undermine the Ted Cruz's and the Mike Lee's and the Ron Johnson's and the the Rick Scott's and the others who are trying to get a conservative leader in the Senate. Do not vote for Larry Hogan. Not in a primary, not in a general election, period. You don't have to vote for a Democrat. Just don't vote for Larry Hogan. That's my public service announcement, Mr. Producer. He's the enemy within. These people play footsie with the left-wing Democrat Party Marxists. We don't have time for this anymore. We're losing our country. So Larry Hogan is a non-starter. He must be defeated. He's an egomaniac. He's loved by all the wrong people. Well, look, I know how to bring people together. I don't give a damn. You know how to bring people together? Then be a marriage counselor. We're not looking for that. We need a leader, and you're not that. You're a phony and a fraud. That's what you are. And you're welcome to come on my show and defend yourself. And receive your F.U. award. Now, Lawrence O'Donnell is a head case. You may remember a few years back, some staff recorded him screaming at the top of his lungs at his staff. You know, he loves the little people. And he's a head case. And he's there with Ari Melber, another head case, among others. Because MSLSD, in order to be on that network, you have to be unhinged, low IQ, and largely Uh, An extremist moron. And so Lawrence O'Donnell fits the bill. So does Ari Melber. Hey, Ari. Ari Melber. So they're very concerned. And so they look at this Biden report. You know what they keep talking about, Mr. Producer? Trump, 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 Trump. Cut 14. Go.
3: Well, yeah, especially this line uh, that the president quoted where, The report refers to him as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory.
0: They could have Uh, called him what he really is, which is an imbecile. And I call him that here, and I call him that on Fox, and you'll see. Go ahead.
3: Really doing there, and poor memory. What is the test of that? Might that be Donald Trump
0: saying, I don't recall. No, now, let let me help you out, pal, before you do the Donald Trump thing. Calling your sister your wife and your wife your sister, that could be a problem. The declaration, you know the thing, that could be a problem, yeah. Uh, Acting like you're talking to former leaders of a country, dead people, he's done it now twice in three days. Stuff like that. Mumbling through. As a matter of fact, Mr. Producer, can you pull up the mumblers for us? Because many of the mumblers in my collection of mumblers, which is priceless, not for sale. Many of the mumblers... Well, they include Joe Biden himself. So let's help Lawrence O'Donnell. You know, Lawrence O'Donnell, justice, associate justice of the Supreme Court, Potter Stewart once said, I know pornography when I see it. Well, we know an imbecile, Lawrence, when we see it. And don't pretend Donald Trump is Joe Biden. You're a buffoon. Here's our mumblers, many of whom are Obama, Biden, Pelosi, and their Yolk, go
6: what are they can it get a final ghost track
0: the, uh, the
6: heaven. i <clears throat> it
3: costs when if you they just gave you gave them
6: with the the
3: withdraw bringing u.s home troops from home
6: and 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 the 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 you know
3: you know, uh, you, know, uh, <laughs> you, know, you 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 need somebody wait so uh, what, finally what and um, of 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 un, uh,
1: of
6: of Bus- about, uh, budget
1: but resist we much we must and we will much about that be committed
5: i i i, I i'm i'm a warrior <laughs>
3: um you know the the that it was did <laughs> i mean the,
1: the, 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 they said that look the 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 yeah lives are stripped was it him
5: what i i i i, I didn't it, it,
6: it, 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 if 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 we if we you know it, it uh you know, it, 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 it. We can walk and chew gum. We owe these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the... Go, you, know the you know the thing. True international
5: depression. Been impeached for inciting the erection. Donald John... Donald John Trump incited the erection. Insurrection.
6: And uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And, uh... To confidence in the integrity. Private... Uh, private, Uh... Uh... uh, uh, uh economic no uh, no 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 don't uh, let uh, them you know how much am we do with the deficit this year bridges and those boards that are collapsing. And you know it is it
4: is um it is you know it is not uh it is a. Uh, it is
6: happy birthday dear darling. part of the um the um Mr uh the sen uh the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the I do some of you to some of the leadership of... Uh, uh, well. Katanji drowned Jackson. You docs are good. If there's any angels in heaven, they're all nurses, male and female. God save the queen, man.
4: President Trump incited an erection. Uh, and, and messed with the men on the air.
6: Beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer. In this, the final. Oh, Earth Rider. Thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. <laughs>
0: Now, do you understand Lawrence O'Donnell, Ari Melber? Of course you understand. Those are your people. I'll be right back. Mark Lubin. Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello! 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com. slash L-E-V-I-N Well, I want to wish Wolf Blitzer all the best. I understand he uh, was throwing up on TV. Is that correct, Mr. Producer? Off camera, but he was hurling. He could hear it, apparently. And I don't blame him. He was interviewing Jamie Raskin. That would cause me to throw up and hurl as well. Uh, and we will, of course, pull that video and make sure we play it on Blaze TV, not to exploit it, not to make fun of it, but to pass along our condolences. I'm very sorry that that had to happen to such a decent human being. Um, Paul Bagala on the Crap News Network, excuse me, on the Communist News Network today. Cut 17. Go. Uh, I'm a Biden supporter. I, and
3: I slept like a baby last night. I woke up every two hours crying and went to bed. <laughs> Uh, This is this is terrible for Democrats and anybody with a functioning brain knows that. Um,
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Isn't that the point? You have this Dan, this guy, Dan Goldman or whatever the hell his name is. He's out there defending him. You've got uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. So even Paul Begala realizes they don't have functioning brains. Joe Scarborough apparently doesn't have a functioning brain. Maybe I'll see him next time I fly down to or back from Florida. I'm sure it's like the cartoon. You ever see the cartoon with the Shaggy dog and the uh, what is it? And the fox or whatever that is, Mister? B- you ever see that where they're they're shaking their hands, then they put in the time card, and then they're trying to destroy each other? You ever see that? I don't know, Looney to whatever it is. I felt like that Scarborough right there with me. Uh, hey, how you? Yeah, we're friendly. Uh, okay, we have a coffee. We- and uh, god darn it! And then he's on TV like he's lost his mind. Yeah, that guy, he's not even a Christian, you know, the Speaker of the House. My God! Trump is a full Hitler, it, and then on the planets. Hey, how you doing? How you how you's doing over there? It's so weird. If Joe would just be Joe, here's, here's what my advice to Joe is public. Just be yourself, and you'll become a big star, not just for your little niche group there. You can get out of MSNBC world. I'm quite serious about this. Anyway, back to Bagala, go. Do instead
3: of calling a press conference and saying I really am sharp, you attack the other guy. You know, the, the, Joe Biden gave the strategy in 2012, he was I remember he was vice president, and he said don't compare us to the almighty, compare mm-hmm. us to the alternative. So everything with Biden has to be not I'm great, but the other guys really damaging, dangerous, a threat.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's the campaign. Elect me, an imbecile, who has his finger on the button, who's blown up the Middle East, who won't close the border, who's inciting our enemies, who believes in censorship, monitoring the American people, going after parents, going after Catholics, going after pro-lifers. Yeah, elect me. We want democracy and freedom. Plus Bidenomics. But his age isn't an issue. Here's a montage from our brothers and sisters at Newsbusters. One of the best. One of the best of all the groups. Cut 18, go. If you're concerned about Joe Biden's age, you, you, you probably don't know Joe Biden. <laughs> Biden is actually in good shape. Right.
3: Mentally, he's mm. quite acute. Any aide who engages with him or reporters, we can see this. The gears of his mind are working. The right way <laughs> media has so fixated on Biden
1: and Biden purportedly having cognitive issues. It's not just Making an issue of Biden's age, it's, it's lying. It's saying he's senile, it's saying he's demented, saying he's out of it. Russian television
5: has been filled with speculation about President Biden's age, about his mental state of mind. That's an issue uh, pushed by uh, uh, right-wing media, but it's not correct. Yeah, Republicans on the, on the other side have spent four years almost kind of weaponizing Biden's age against him. Trump is not that much younger than him.
0: Biden is just a couple of years older than Donald Trump.
3: Why why so much attention on Biden's age? Trump isn't much younger. This whole vein is, is really, <laughs> really unseemly. I mean, ageism. I'm going
0: to say it quite bluntly, There is some ageism going on here. Yeah, I think there is some ageism
1: going on.
5: Biden's (laughs) personal physician wrote that he, quote, remains a healthy, vigorous
4: 80-year-old male. He is a healthy, vigorous 80-year-old male.
1: He had a good physical. His doctor Mm -hmm. says he's vigorous. The reality is nothing like the the dystopian
0: picture that that the Republican. Honestly, God, that's the New York. That's the Washington Post guy, right? Robinson. That's it. Robinson. Go ahead
1: of of this senile doddering uh president and he's exactly. as sharp as attack.
0: oh see how they lie to you they lie to themselves that's why they're angry tonight they should be applauding my god they didn't charge him you know there's not a constitutional issue that's been raised here it's mishandling really mishandling for a half a century of the highest classified information. Look what they did with Trump. Oh my God, he has nuclear information. I wonder if he's giving it to his pal Putin. Which, of course, was all a lie. But then we have this. Ageism. They always have the, uh, oh, racism. Ooh. That's right. Islamophobism. Oh, yes. Now we have ageism. Ageism? Oh, really? I don't care about Joe Biden's age. Does anybody care about his age? I care the fact that his mind is made out of applesauce. That is a whole other issue. And I don't say that to demean him. He demeans himself. His wife demeans him. His family demeans him. His supporters in the Democrat Party and the media demean him. They're doing this man no favors. And even more, they're doing the country no favors. They're circling the wagons around this guy. And I'm going to show you again with Joe Scarborough and Jeff Tubin. Jeff Tubin's back. Even though this guy did something in front of a... Do these people ever go away? Ever? No, apparently not. I'll be right back. Are you an individual or business owner facing the heavy burden of back taxes, levies, or wage garnishments? Life's challenges, especially those brought on by the economic impact of COVID-19 and inflation, can take a toll on your financial well-being. Now, the IRS has eliminated over a billion dollars in tax penalties and interest for back taxes. America First Tax Group is here to help you claim your share of these billions in tax relief before the IRS can claim the government's share and clamp down. Call them now, 800-806-1299. The IRS has people working to collect your money, but it's time to turn the tables, folks. America First Tax Group is a full-service tax boutique that puts clients first. They understand the stress of dealing with tax problems, and they will be your guide through the process. Don't wait. Time is of the essence. Call America First Tax Group. Here's the number, 800-806-1299, 800-806-1299, or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Sunny Huston if that is her name Sunny Huston is one of the uh, one of the people in the view she's a Yen worse. she's a race baiter she embraces uh, CRT, DEI ESG, MSG embraces all of it and one of the worst in my view race baiters in media. Second, maybe, to Joy Reid, but it's very close. Mr. Producer, do you know if any of your ancestors ever owned slaves? I went back. I did that whole review, not on PBS. I wasn't invited, but with Ancestry, mine never owned slaves. In fact, if you go back far enough, they were slaves. You know, in the Palestinian territories. Nonetheless, it turns out. Her ancestors were slaveholders, uh, as the race baiters say, slavers. So she is, she's the offspring of slavers. Now she was shocked, of course. I mean, she spent her entire career as a self-righteous spokesperson against all this. And then she finds out it's in her blood. And to prove that, she's still a supporter of reparations. Now, how does that work, Mr. Perdue? Is she going to pay herself some money? It seems to me if you can go back and find out that your ancestors were slaveholders, then you pay the reparations. You pay them. See, it turns out, America, that not just, not just, You know, some people from the founding of our nation were slaveholders, but there were slaveholders all over the world. And when you get more and more immigrants into our country, you'll find out slavery was rampant in the continent of Africa. Slavery was rampant in Europe, including Spain and Portugal, so forth and so on. Slavery was rampant among Muslims and Arabs and in many places still is in the Middle East. Slavery is rampant in Southeast Asia. And now slavery is rampant on our southern border, thanks to the Democrats and Joe Biden and the rest of them. Now, Sonny Hostin, if that is her name, seems to me that she should put up or shut up. You know, uh, I still believe in reparations. Oh, good for you. And what are you going to do about it? You're very wealthy. You live in a big estate. Your husband makes a ton, you make a ton, you know. But it turns out that you have slave owner blood. That's kind of chilling. But a lot of people do who are unaware of it. That's the point. You don't trash an entire group of people as a result of it. She does. But she's horrified now. And we're horrified about you. What do you think of that? All right. Here we have Jeffrey Tubin. Now you might remember Jeffrey Tubin, Jeffrey Tubin. Well, they did a zoom and they zoomed in and it wasn't very pleasant. This is why people shouldn't work from home because well, Jeffrey was caught doing something he's not supposed to do, certainly not in public. Certainly not always he's talking to his fellow idiots at the Communist News Network. And there he was, Mr. Producer on the Zoom. And rather than spend the rest of his life with a bag over his head, which is what he should be doing, because he has a whole sleazy background of cheating and abortion issues and all the rest, and there he is, he's now a commentator. They brought him back, they resuscitated him. They just added language to his contract. Don't drop your pants and blank bait when you're doing a Zoom. Oh, okay and he's on there making comments let's listen shall we cut 15 go part of that report was an outrage was a disgrace i mean the idea that they would that all right shut up we don't need to listen to this guy anymore this wanted you to hear him he's back it's an outrage it's just shut your face you're a pig shut your face you're a pig have a moment as a legal analyst on CNN. They have no standards on CNN, none whatsoever. Just like MSNBC, it's unbelievable. And this guy has no shame. No shame. He should be hiding still under his bed, never to come out again. But there he is. Oh, that guy's a disgrace. Shut up, you idiot. You're no character witness. Now, Joe Scarborough on the morning Joe, obviously he is the Joe Biden whisperer man and many personalities unfortunately i'm trying to to advise him in a friendly way but he can't stop Cut 16 go
3: elderly man with a poor memory who would be sympathetic to a jury hers description well, I, 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 a neurologist and a lawyer
0: wait Let wait, wait th- this is fascinating so if you support biden Uh, and you think he's just swell, sharp, he's got experience, he's a wise old man. Are you a neurologist? Or a proctologist? Because your head's so far up his ass. May I say that? Can I say that on the air, Mr. Producer? I think I will.
3: Go ahead. But I agree. No, but but we kind of need to stop there. A neurologist? You're talking about her. Her. Mm -hmm. From Trump University. No. And... Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've just. I've got to stop right here. I know we want to go on. Stop right where. We
0: don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Do you even understand what he's talking about, Mister Badis? He thinks he came up with a funny, huh? Oh, it's Trump's fault. Oh, okay. Now it's Trump. I see. Go ahead, Ford. But
3: I've just got to start. Ken. uh, Ken Delanian. So who the hell's Ken
0: Delanian? Does anybody know who Ken Delanian is? Is he like that that guy who goes on, what's his name? Douche? I forget his name. What is that guy's first name? Donnie Douche, that's right. Is this another Donnie Douche? Ken Delilian. Say that fast five times. Delilian. Delilian. Anyway, go ahead. So
3: many people that immediately heard this, these random, random conclusions, irrelevant conclusions, uh, politically charged Trump-like, uh, uh, Trump-like.
0: Uh, so in other words, America, anybody watching the morning Joe. I mean, even Bagala said. Even Bagala said. Quote, anybody with a functioning brain knows that, knows what? What a disaster Biden was the other night. But anybody with a functioning brain knows what a disaster he is and quite frankly anybody with a functioning brain is not watching the morning joe or msnbc but then again people without a functioning brain they need to have a show to watch too and they have one now neurologists i thought they called trump hitler i thought they said he was sick in the head they go on and on but now we need a neurologist oh okay and all these hosts are really proctologist wannabes, wouldn't you say, Mr. Blues, Like Stephen Colbert, the man from Star Wars with the ear thing going on. Go ahead. Uh,
3: who, first of all, wondered why in the world he would put that in a report.
0: Uh, oh, his- I see. So he's supposed to ignore it. Look, we interviewed Biden. He didn't know his name. He didn't know if he had his pants on. He didn't know this from that. Well, don't put that in the report. Why? You're not a neurologist. Come on! You're not a neurologist! It's like Jackson when she was nominated to the court. I'm not a biologist. Yeah, what do you mean? I can't define a woman. Well, why don't you look down? You're a woman. And Joe, we don't need to be neurologists when 7 out of 10 Americans admit that Joe's an imbecile. And even Begala had to say about last night. Anybody with a functioning brain knows that. Knows what? That this is terrible for Democrats. Stop being a front man. Honestly, you're destroying your reputation. Don't do this. It's not going to get you anywhere. You're going to be stuck at MSNBC in an early morning show. With 17 viewers. I know it may be the highest rate shown on MSNBC, but... But it's not higher than airport radio or sonograms. Keep that in mind. I'll be right back. Mark lovin. You know, sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, especially that deep, comforting sleep. Go to helixsleep.com, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com, and take the sleep quiz. I took it and was matched to the midnight lux. Helix knows that everyone's unique, so they have several different mattress models to match your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door shipped for free. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. So go to helixsleep.com Levin. H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash L-E-V-I-N and use code HelixPartner20. That's Helix Partner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long, folks. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We're going to have Radio Row at the Republican Convention, I'm told you, Mr. Bruby. How many Radio Rows have I participated in? Zip. I'm hated by half the rhinos, so why would I go? You know what? Maybe I would do it just to piss them off. I don't know. We'll see. That's not my intention to go. Let's circle back. James, Gainesville, Florida, the great WSKY, go.
2: Hello, Hello, Mark. Thank you. I won't take much of your time. I just wanted to say, uh, first of all, I was brought up with Neil Bortz, the mouth from the south. Love He's him. the guy that brought me into talk radio, so I had to give him a yeah, yeah. For, I had to give him a, come up and I'm a millennial, but I don't want to take your time. The question I had, Mark, for you was hmm. I've listened and many of us have listened to uh your theories and mm-hmm. about the now. law and uh, I, another thing I don't want to go into it. But I've had some law training, but I didn't finish law school. With it. You know, as
0: Mo uh, of the Three Stooges once said, "Take your time, but hurry up. We're running out of time. Go."
2: Yeah, ha- have you been tapped by the the Trump team the, the, with your theory? No,
0: nobody tasks me, but they listen. Just like the others listen, they listen, and I'm um, here. And my advice is absolutely free, and it's right on every damn time. No brag, just fact. James, thanks, buddy. Neil Bortz is great and is a good friend. Here we go. tomorrow night on Fox, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, all times in between. It is a killer show. I'm going to go through this report again. We're going to have America's governor, Ron DeSantis. We're going to have iconic civil rights lawyer, uh, Terrell. These these are Leo, our dear friend, and you're going to have my opening comments. That's Life, Liberty, and Levin tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. If you know you're not going to be able to watch it, go ahead and set your DVR. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our truckers and freedom fighters all over the world. We want the Israelis to know we have their back, even though Joe Biden is now backing Hamas. Good night to all our beautiful little puppies. Good night, Dad. Good night, Mom. Good night, Leo. Good night, Joe. Good night, Teddy. Good night, Bernard. Good night, way too many of our beloved family members and yours too. So folks, don't forget. Tomorrow night, Saturday night, yes, Life, Liberty, and Live-In on Fox, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the Sunday football game. I know I will, and I'll see you tomorrow.